0: So, question, Matthew. Should the BBC have suspended Gary Lineker? <laughs> oh, this is a story that keeps running and running and running, isn't it? And, uh, I didn't really know when I was going to answer this because there didn't seem a, the story wasn't really stopping. Everyone is having their say. Uh, and apparently the latest news is that there are constructive talks going on between the BBC and Go Lineker in order for him to return to, to TV presenting. So let's remind ourselves, though, that this all started, didn't it? It all started with a tweet, a single tweet, about Lineker, who is a former professional footballer, England captain, and has been a TV presenter for the last 20-odd years, mainly pre- presenting Match of the Day, but presenting lots of other TV programmes as well. And he's a big personality with a big... A big uh, social media following. Uh, and the tweet was pretty much that uh, he um, compared the language being used by the government's new immigration uh, bill uh, to that of 1930s Germany, effectively Nazi Germany. And two broad camps on this you've got the people who think that's absolutely terrible. And, um, it's nothing like nothing like the Nazis and Lineker shouldn't be doing this because he just needs to be impartial and he's a face of the BBC and therefore he shouldn't be giving his personal views. And on the other, you've got people saying, well, uh, he's tweeting in a private capacity and he's not a BBC employee, he is a freelancer. And then you've got everything in between, every shade of opinion in between, everyone has got opinion and opinion on this. Um... But it did look at one point over last weekend that this was really going to get out of hand. The BBC suspended him doing the TV coverage and that affected other BBC uh, sport production, particularly around football. And it looked as if, yeah, as if it could get completely out of hand, but it seems to have calmed down a bit now. But this has all kicked off, pun intended, because the BBC has strict rules over impartiality about what you can say. And although he's technically not a BBC employee, he obviously does have a high profile with a BBC job. And he has been disciplined before over things, over certain things that he said, where he felt people, where the BBC felt he may have overstepped the line a bit. But this is the issue. I mean, we could debate about what he said, precisely what he said. Um, and obviously that's really, really important. Um, but this, this issue of impartiality is applied painfully, inconsistently. So you know, in recent months, Alan Sugar, Lord Sugar, has said things about Mick Lynch, the uh, the uh, the Rail Union boss. Was that a was that a contravention of impart- impartiality? He's not a BBC employee, but he's famous for, for hosting a BBC program. I think we just the issue is over. Not necessarily what Lennick has said. And saying it in a personal capacity, but this issue over impartiality and how it's applied. I mean, imagine, just imagine, if Lineker had come out and said something pro-government policy, would everyone's knickers been in such a twist if he'd done that? Of course not. Um, but the genie's out of the bottle, I think, here with with social media, and that's the thing. I mean, it's been said over the last few days that the BBC is basically catching up with the 21st century here, because I think it's the issue of the policy not the opinion of of the presenter. Um, You know, 20 years ago, when Lillica started presenting TV programmes, you didn't have access to these free platforms. You didn't have a way of communicating your personal ideas to millions of people, you know, at the, the push of a button. And that's what we have now. But it is, there's something beautifully ironic here. You know, you get these free speech fundamentalists, particularly on the right, now talking about BBC impartiality. It is hilarious to watch. And as I say, if this had been pro, pro the government policy, would they be going on to TV programmes and saying he really shouldn't be saying this, even though he's promoting our policy? Of course they wouldn't. And this is this is the issue. But I think social media has blurred these lines now between what we can say in a professional capacity and a personal capacity. And you've got we've even got ridiculous, uh, you know, We've got news institutions or news in inverted commerce institutions like BBC News, effectively an opinions channel masquerading as news. And it's now becoming a real problem, I think, about how uh, blurring the lines between personal and professional statements and, and opinions. And I think that's, it is, the policy needs to change. Um, I don't disagree. I, I agree with what Linnick said. And many people do agree with what Lineker said, but clearly they want to make sure in the future that this thing doesn't get out of hand anymore. So um, there's been a lots of love out there for what Lineker has said, probably more love uh, than hatred. And it's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible that um, we're not talking about the bill itself, which in all of its horror, really about them, the most far-reaching anti-immigration and asylum bill probably ever proposed, uh, by, by any UK government. And we're talking about Gary Bloody Lineker instead and about what he said for it. And I think it's, it's amazing that, you know, if this bill is so, is so fantastic and so important that it cannot bear the scrutiny of a single tweet of a professional footballer, a former professional footballer and now TV presenter, then maybe the policy is not good, you know, good, not as good as uh, Suella Braverman thinks it is. I mean, for me, though, and this is where I think it gets, it gets really dangerous, in that, summed up, th- this whole Ferrari really, summed up in what Sunak said, Rishi Sunak actually said in Prime Minister's questions last week on the 9th of March, when the whole of the question time was around stopping the boats, this stop the boats policy. And he said to Starmer that he was just another lefty lawyer who won't get out of the way. And I found that pretty chilling actually. You're either with us or against us. And if you're not with us on this policy, you are somehow an enemy of the people and unpatriotic. And I think that's that is far more concerning. And I think if Lineker has demonstrated the sort of this sort of ah ridiculous sort of Anger and inconsistency and inhumanity, actually, of this policy, then good on him. Good on him. Because that's the point, isn't it? With that single state, with that single tweet, he has created this incredible debate around free speech and about what you can say about government policy. But also, hold on a minute, now let's have a look at this ridiculous proposal, this ridiculous bill that Suella Braverman's, her again, yes, the Home Secretary again, Suella Braverman, basically this piece of inhumane legislation. And I think, I, well, I wonder, that actually, in the end, they know that this bill cannot go through. right? Interna- it probably breaches international law and would be thrown out, would never get on the statute book. And they probably don't care if it doesn't, because they then say that there's a uh, another example of how the woke blob uh, is preventing the government Dealing with the issue at hand. And you know what? There is an issue at hand. We do need to stop the boats. But it is not, not in this way. It cannot be done with these simple, these simple sort of inhuman criminalising acts where we are effectively removing asylum opportunities for people. We cannot do it that way. It will not work in the long run. You may stop the boats in the short term. You may reduce them, but it's not doing the hard fucking work. Hard work of coming up with a proper, humane, workable immigration policy. And that does mean people coming to live here. That's the reality. And I, I just... <laughs> Lineker has demonstrated through that tweet, through that tweet, and through this whole ferrari that that's come from it, that you know what? The language that is being used by this government is pretty terrible. It may or may not be as bad as the Germans in Germany in the 1930s as the Nazis. It may not be, but my God, it's pretty damn bad. And we should be very, very scared of that. So good on you, Gary. Should the BBC have suspended him? No, but by actually suspending him, we might now have this debate that we should properly have. And in the end, if he presents Match of the Day and carries over with the BBC, great. But I have a feeling that this may happen again and good on him if it does. So good question.